Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 191. I'm chilling out here in Austin, Texas with Dan Wicks. What's up, dude? What's up, man? I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Did I say your name right? Yep. Damn it. I meant to fuck it up. We're going to have to start <laughs> over. <laughs> Do you, I, wanna, I just want to elaborate um, on something you were talking about last night before we even get into the podcast. You were, we were outside of Creek last night, and you were telling me about how if you could get rid of one race of people, you would pick black people. <laughs> well, it was, it was a hard choice. <laughs> <laughs> For real, if you had to, if you like actually, he did not say that. I just sprung that on him right now. But if you had to get rid of like, like not even like a race of people, but just like a group of people, it could be anything: motorcyclists, black people, Asian people, people who go to KFC, anything. What would you get rid of? Well, now it's actually going to be hard to choose only one. (laughs) Yeah, there are lots of people I get rid of: people who walk too slowly up the stairs to the subway, people who. uh, That's such a specific. That's such a specific thing that I wouldn't even. I've never ridden a, the subway. Yeah, I guess it would, it's something more universal than um, people who. Yeah, pe- uh, let's see. I would get rid of um, people who uh, were my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what if? What about future? In the future, what about people that will be your ex-girlfriend? Yeah, maybe yeah, people who will be my ex-wife. People who <laughs> I will owe alimony. <laughs> Dude, so you're you're straight up from New York. Yeah. What what part? We're from Long Island. It's uh yeah. I'm from Nassau County. Like, oh, yeah. there are there different counties. It's not all just New York. Isn't just one county. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they divide it up. There's like two or three. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I see. I don't know shit about New York. No. Well, uh, New York City's five counties. Then there's like, and I'm not from New York City. I'm from the state. What? I'm not from New York City. Oh, so how how far away is uh, Long Island? Isn't uh, one of the boroughs? No, nah, it's um. So Long Island is four counties, but two of those are boroughs of New York City. There's five boroughs of New York City: uh, Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island, um, Brooklyn, and Queens. Brooklyn and Queens are both on Long Island geographically, but when people say Long Island, they typically mean Nassau County and Suffolk County. All right. So which one is like a total shithole? Suffolk. What? I meant of the five five oh. in New York. Like which one would you be like not want to just be like walking around in at like five AM? Um, that'd be the Bronx. Really? Yeah. Isn't that where the Yankees play? Yeah, but like around there is like all right, but it's, uh, that's the rough area. How much money would you how much money would it take for you to fucking sleep on the streets in Queens for five days? Um Hmm. Queens is pretty regular for the most part, uh yeah, probably like. All right, how much like to sleep? How much to sleep on like the Staten Island ferry? I could make that work for for a week. Well, like, am I allowed to like bring money with me? Can I like buy pretzels and like no. and beer? No, you gotta beg. You gotta beg people for everything. Oh, I could I could beg people for money and get pretzels and beer. <laughs> and beer that would be <laughs> in the. <laughs> they sell both those things on the ferry. Really? Yeah, you, Mike Bloomberg, you say was his uh, favorite cheap sub, his favorite cheap date in New York City because he could ride the ferry for free, <laughs> and you can like just look at it, look out at the city, like the skyline. I bet you, could, I bet I could like, I, I could make that fun. I make, I could. There's so many people ride the ferry. You can talk to a lot of people. I mean, given they are Staten Island people, so that's a drag. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but aren't aren't people in New York like not wanting to get talked to? Mostly, but there's a. I could find somebody on like each ride, each way. Dude. Also, I could be that. Could be maybe I'll make it a thing. I'll be the guy. I'll become like a tourist attraction. You know, you gotta go talk to that crazy. Go <laughs> hang out on this on the Staten Island ferry. Talk to that crazy guy who talks to everybody. 
you could pull off just being like a super autistic nice guy. Yeah. Like, like, are you? Do you have autism? No. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah. I don't mean it, but I don't mean no, it like I say that. Again, it's a question of God, but <laughs> really, yeah. no, I don't mean it like that. It just meant like. You know, I could see you being like a Walmart greeter or something. Like just. <laughs> so it sounds like you did mean it like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, if you said that you had had it, yeah. then I'd be like, yeah, I totally it meant it real, like that. I was in a, I was in a roast battle and someone said that um, I was their favorite, like, uh, I was like their favorite Walmart gift wrapper. Yeah. And another comic was watching that and he told me after he, that was funny, but he got sad because his actual job is a Walmart gift wrapper. <laughs> Oh shit! I don't even re- a Walmart gift yeah, wrapper. I don't think it was Walmart specifically, but it was something like that, uh, or it was like, like a ticket puller or something. or something. It was yeah. like something like just that genre of job, you know? <laughs> Dude, the 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 people in New York are like my people. Yeah. Like I'm kind of like an a hole. Like I don't like to talk to people, and so like I've realized like like eventually I'm gonna move to New York. Like I have to. Like it's like I have to because we were at so my buddy runs this uh, burger joint. It's called Handcraft Brews and brews and burgers or something like that handcraft burgers and brews i think it's handcraft burgers and brews and it's like right off like times square i think it's um shit i totally forgot what street it's off uh but it's fucking fire go to handcraft brews and burgers if you i probably just said that wrong but if you just go to my instagram and see who i'm following and just type in handcraft it'll pop right up and so we went there and it's so funny because he was like he hit me up and he was like hey i'm super slammed at this other location I won't be able to make it over there to like help you guys out. Just let them know. Like he gave him my name or whatever. Just let them know. And I was like, nah, you know, I'll support your business. I'll just pay. You know what I mean? And, and so like I paid for the food, me and Mike, we go and sit, we're eating our food. It was fucking fire. But then I realized, you know, we got these tater tots and I was like, all right, cool. I need some, some more ketchup with that. Cause they gave me one packet. So I walk up to the counter. Now these, I don't know if they would have treated me any differently had I been like, Hey, I know the fucking owner, but I just didn't. And so I was like, Hey, can I get some more ketchup? And she was like, it's in your bag. And I was like, yeah, can I get some more? And like, without even like looking at me, she like reached in this basket and like no look fucking like magic Johnson just, just just chucked it and it hit me in the chest and like fell on the ground. And I just stood there for like a good three seconds. And the only thing that went through my head, I was like, these are my people. (laughs) I belong here, man. These are my fucking people. I was like, dude, you can't do that here. You can't do that. You can't do that. You'd get a fucking Yelp review, like blah, blah, blah. That she threw it in my chest and I was like, that is a bad bitch. That is a fucking, <laughs> it was actually hot. Like all of a sudden in my eyes, she got skinny. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, damn, you just turned into an yeah. eight. It's, yeah, it's, it, it's so crazy. It's not her own personal ketchup. <laughs> yeah, I know. And she was like bothered that I was, and she was just like standing there. I was like, yeah. bruh. But it was also, they, they were busy. They're like in Times Square. Yeah. The whole trip to New York was so much fun because we were only there for, so I was headlining the Harrisburg comedies on the weekend there. And so we just flew in on a Wednesday because I'd never seen New York. And I was like, okay, well, we'll spend, you know, Wednesday and Thursday in New York City. Uh, and so I had to do the whole, we had to do the whole New York City thing in like two days. And so we, me and Mike and then Scott joined us and we got fucking uh, allegedly we got wasted and then sober drove our car, our rental car around. And, but it was just so funny. Cause like, we were just like drunk at the fucking, uh, like nine 11 Memorial, at, like four in the morning. Uh-huh. And we were just like, it's like, man. And then we fucking like 6am we were at like times square, just wasted. And I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. We just did all the stuff. Just like I, we literally, like I went, hung out at the comedy cellar, 
drank at the fucking olive tree or whatever, and then fucking saw a tell go up, which is fucking dope. And then we went across the street to some other bar that was like underground. I was like, this is fucking sick. And then that bar was open to like 3 a.m. or something. I'm so used to bars out here closing at like one or two. That bar was open to like three or four. So we, I was like, it was literally like 2 a.m. And I was like, oh, guess we got to go. And the guy was like, I was just waiting for the dude to give final call. And then Scott was like, nah, bro, this place is open to like 4 a.m. I was like, what? Yeah. And then, yeah, and then we just went and drunk drove around looking at memorials <laughs> and, and a bridge and Times Square. But it was like, it was a ton of fun. Yeah, I always get bummed out whenever I'm in another city and like I'm ready to keep going. And they're like, oh, the whole city's over now. What? It's yeah, like 11.15. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, dude, that's the whole, uh, so I just did a three-week tour where we were, uh, in the Midwest and it, all the places were just like that. Like one of the shows that we did was like a 6 PM show because at like eight o'clock, like everything just closes. And I was like, what the fuck? Because you know, at these venues I'll ask, you know, the owner of the bartender, I'm like, what time you guys close? So, you know, at the, when I'm, you know, finishing my headlining set, I can be like, Hey, make sure you stick around. They're open till blah, 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 tip your whatever the fuck. And then this one place was like, yeah, as soon as the show's over, like everybody has to leave. I was like, you serious? The show's mm-hmm. like six. They were like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's weird being in like these small towns where they're just like, and it is funny because people will be like, why are you doing shows in these small towns? And I'm like, dude, we made a ton of money. It's like these yeah. people have nothing else to do. Yeah, so they, like, it's so excited. And it's like, it's great because it's like you show up, they don't, we don't, they don't know. They You'd be like, you've seen this guy on whatever. Like, they've never seen it. And yeah. they're just like, they just think we're celebrities. I did this show in uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Okay. And Is that where they do the Little League World Series? Yes. Okay. It's crazy. You get there and the first thing you see in the town are statues of Little Leaguers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very, uh, yeah, very, yeah. So I, so I do the show. I used to do this joke, which... It's embarrassing in retrospect, but I wore like I used to always wear a long sleeve polo on stage, and I'd be like, basically, like, yeah, I, uh, I, I look like I might come from a world where uh, women don't even exist. <laughs> look like like a world where I live alone in my house with my dog, who helps me look for clues, and the place <laughs> would go nuts always. After the show, some guy tried to buy my shirt. Really? Yeah. In Williamsport? Yeah, I, I didn't sell it to him because I, you know, I was like, I need it. But now I'm like, I wish I did sell it to him. Is it would have been such a cool thing that, like, a cool story to have. Dude, you really do look like Steve. Yeah. Especially that shirt is not helping, bro. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. I don't know. Why I didn't think about about that. Yeah, but um, yeah, that that ta- and also like I get like also why they're so excited when anything comes there because the nightlife was awful. We went to a. Went to a bar after, and some guy there is being, like, really nice to me. He's being like, hey, man, what's up? And I'm like, oh, I'm from New York. Oh, you're from New York? Okay, what's up? My name. I just want to, like, extend some friendliness to you because I just want you to know that there are friendly people in this town. We're not all just, like, white trash bums, like, getting into fights and stuff. (laughs) And not even five minutes later, two dudes got into a fight and got thrown out of the bar. (laughs) I thought you were going to say not even five minutes later, that guy fought some guy and they got thrown out of the bar. (laughs) We're not all like that, but I am. <laughs> yeah, if these dads, so like the, so in Harrisburg, uh, after the Friday show, we, so it was Mike featured for me, I headlined, and then they just like assigned like a host. So it was just some like random local guy. Uh, and this dude, like, you know, clearly just kind of started comedy. They probably don't have like a huge scene out there, but this guy just kind of started doing comedy. So he didn't really do that good. And after the show, me and Mike were playing pool, like, just like, man, we should go downtown or do something. Like, what? What would you do? And this dude walks over and I was like, I was like, Hey man, like what's the, the after hour spot? Like where, where should we go? And he was like, well, there's this bar called Sawyer's downtown. If you guys are trying to fuck an underage girl. Jesus. 
And like me and Mike, we were just kind of like, you know, we kind of laughed like, ha ha ha. And then we like looked at him and we realized he was like dead serious. Yeah. Like he was like dead serious. And then we, me and Mike just looked at each other and we were just like, okay, dude, you know, like, like, who won't be going there. And then then some other dude that was like his friend that was at the show was just like, well, you know, downtown, there's a bunch of bars that you guys could find. You guys don't have to go to the pedo bar. We were like, okay, okay, man. Thanks guys. We, 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 we regret asking. <laughs> so we just drove the rental car downtown, which was like, yo, imagine, imagine you go there and just a bunch of angry dudes. Like they said there would be children here. <laughs> rip something uh like like you know in the green room like you smoke cigarettes in the green room you know we were kids, <laughs> yeah. bro. we're just like <laughs> in a comedy zone we have to smoke cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> like we don't even smoke oh, yeah oh oh i got i got a story after this one i think okay. i'll touch you as a baseball fan <laughs> yeah so, uh, so he um um we go downtown this girl super beautiful girl and she's like hey do you guys have a cigarette and i was like i do and so like i'm lighting up this cigarette for this chick and then uh, Mike or I was just like, hey, so like, where are you going? Uh, you know, where should we head? We, we're not from here. And she's like, oh, I'm headed to this bar called Sawyer's. And I was like, no. <laughs> and so like, she was like, what? And I was like, it was like, we heard it's like a pedo bar. And she was like, oh, you know, well, just if you ever, like, if you're going to pick up a girl there, make sure you check her ID. Like, Jesus. Real thing. And I was like, they don't check the ID themselves? And she was like, oh, no, everybody here has fakes. Because I guess there's like a college nearby or something. I was just like, okay. And so we ended up at Sawyer's. Because uh, she said it's like the only <laughs> she says the only popping thing in town. Yeah, there was like three hundred people there, and the entire time I was just airdropping. I I took a I took a, a picture of myself and I put words on it. I said let's fuck, and I put my phone number. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and I airdropped it to everybody at the bar, uh, and so I just started like it was it was actually really crazy because we would just watch people get it. I would send it to guys and girls. Yeah, we would just watch people get it, and this one guy was standing right next to us. And I was like, oh, man, you got that? That's crazy. And he's like, yeah, dude, it's going to be sent to me like three times already. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, yeah, that's wild. And then I showed him my phone. It was fucking me. Hmm. And he was like, what the hell? <laughs> and then we just started talking. And then him and his buddies came to the Saturday show the next day, hmm. which was really cool. Oh, yeah? Um, but then <laughs> I hope there aren't like years later, like a bunch of girls like, yeah, so this guy who was like 24 sent me this screenshot. <laughs> Let's fuck when I was 13 years old. <laughs> I think they went like that. You got to be at least 14. But, and so we, they stamp your hand when you get in there. Then it's just this, this stamp that just says Sawyer's yeah. or whatever, right? And so the next day, we go to Philadelphia before the, the, the shows on Saturday. And we're like taking pictures in front of the Liberty Bell. And like I zoomed in and I realized that in the picture, you could see the stamp on my hand. And I looked down, I was like, oh shit. And so we had to like scrub our hands because like <laughs> we were about to still perform in Harrisburg, like yeah. the, the Saturday shows. But, like, dude, Imagine they literally stamp pedo on your hand. <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> That's what it felt like. It felt like a Jewish, the Jewish numbers. Yeah. Like, they were just kind of like, because if we were just like on stage, people would notice it and be like, all right, these guys are at the fucking pedal bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were you gonna say? Something uh, about baseball? Dude, yeah, uh, I went to a I went to a Yankee game where uh, and and like 
it was like eight comics went together and it was mostly people who were chill but one dude came late it was like two of them came drunk and nobody knew this guy who was like except for like <laughs> the guy who brought him and he was like he was like he did every awful thing he was like loudly dropping f-bombs like the whole time he said like he dropped an n-bomb he dropped he, uh, an n-bomb yeah. you guys are just in the crowd yeah he lit a cig <laughs> dude he he lit a cigarette or in yankee stadium he lit a cigarette that's why i thought it when you said lighting the cigarette yeah, he, that's so imagine being in a baseball stadium and lighting a cigarette children right in front of you yeah did anybody come in like, oh that too yeah there was like a four-year-old kid and he was like mouthed the blowjob at the kid to try to get it to do it back then yeah security came twice <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like a fun guy yeah I actually wouldn't mind hanging out with that dude <laughs> but um but dude it's so funny because um literally today i was at chick-fil-a mm. and this baby this little baby was like staring at me and like laughing and shit and so i looked over and like i smiled at the kid and i swear bro the fucking mom just looked over made eye contact with me and like it just made me feel like a pedophile or something i was just like the way she was looking at me i was just like dude i'm just you fucking bitch i'm just sitting here eating your kid's the one laughing at me fucking yeah. hit him or something like fucking <laughs> he's the one throwing game at me yeah it was just so weird i was just yeah. like the you, bitch made you, know, you think i would fuck your kid <laughs> It was a cute kid. Uh, <laughs> it was just weird. It's like, he had the Sawyer's st stamp still. <laughs> <laughs> the kid had the stamp too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is crazy when somebody just gets like, it is funny. You ever find out like your friend is racist, but like in like public. Yeah. It literally like you'll be at like Angel Stadium and like, like just the Usain the N-bomb. Like we were at a, a, this was a game like five years ago and my buddy, we were all just wasting. My buddy just started like just saying the N-word. And we're just like, but like, just like not even talking about black people. Yeah. And we were just like, what? <laughs> and we were like, what? whoa, wait, what? what, what, what are you, you're talking about work right now? Like, yeah. like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then it was just like, all right, I guess we're not inviting Jimmy around. Yeah. <laughs> but I shouldn't have said his real name, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah it's, it's funny how like the things that bring it out of the people, like alcohol and gaming. Gaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It is funny because it's like, um, it's like, it's like only funny when you like scream it at like a kid or something. <laughs> like you, you ever see, you ever have like a buddy, like you're playing, playing video games and somebody in your squad will just like say it like at a black person and you're like, you could like tell in their voice that they're black and then they say yeah. it and you're like, whoa, dude, not cool. Yeah. But like, it'll be like, you know, like a 10 year old girl and you scream it and you're like, <laughs> it's like the only time it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's really cool that it's okay in that moment. <laughs> I mean, I didn't make that rule, but it's cool that that's the rule. <laughs> well, dude, what's with the, you remember Miles or Myers Leonard or whatever? Leonard, yeah, Myers oh, Leonard? Yeah, he, he dropped a, he dropped a K-bomb. Yeah. Well, I didn't even know that, like, when I saw that, I didn't even know that was like a slur. Hmm. I was like, what? What's the big deal? Like, because yeah. like, I'm not, that's, that's the craziest thing about New York is that when we first landed and we first got a rental car and we're driving through and we drove through this place and they literally had all those dudes that were dressed like Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Like with like the, the weird, even the little kids were wearing like a wig or something because they had yeah. like the curly haired thing. And I was, what is it? Uh, Hasidic Jews or whatever. Yes. But like I grew up in Orange County, California. Like, I mean, there was some Jewish people, but they weren't like, there was never any Jewish people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a very, yeah. Like, like we were like in New York and I was like, yo, these people are fucking Jewish dog. Yeah. Like it was crazy. So like, it is just so funny because, like, so I don't know any Jewish slurs because we just didn't grow around any fucking Jewish people. So, like, nobody ever used any, like, Jewish slurs. And so, like, I see that video of Myers Leonard saying K-I-K-E or whatever, and I was just like, what's the big deal? 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's the big deal? Uh, but then I guess it was a big deal. I don't understand. Like, is, came, is that is that like a big word? It came from. Uh, it comes from uh, like Nazi Germany. They would mark them with a circle, like and but in uh, in uh, German it was called a keikel. Oh, so that's where it comes from, and like that's why like gay pe- they they had like markings for all types of groups that they like put in the Holocaust. Like gay people got like a pink triangle. That's um, fitting. Yeah. That's that's also where the Weezer song comes from. Pink you, Triangle? Yeah, because it's about the song's about how he fell in love with a lesbian. <laughs> well, a pink triangle could also mean pussy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it could, but uh, the chorus is, uh, like, yeah, 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 I guess it could fit, yeah. You know what I mean? Pussy is yeah. kind of like a little pink triangle. People call it a box, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the kind of bitches you be fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not, yeah, that's not a, if you call it a box, you need a geometry lesson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you fucking bring your protractor back. next time. <laughs> <laughs> You're not hitting oh, angles. Shit. Are you Jewish? No, oh, I man. get a lot though because like I, I I got I got a big nose and like the uh, whoa dude. <laughs> you got hey chill with the racism. <laughs> also, I'm Italian and like there are like uh, uh, what's like similarities there. And also, I grew up around a lot of Jewish people. In just because you were in like New York. Yeah. Yeah, that's. That's crazy. But, like, the whole... Literally, I, like, freaked out when I started seeing those people with, like, the hats and, like, the hair. Because yeah. I was like... I, I I literally thought those were just, like, in movies. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was real. And if I... I knew that they were real, but I didn't think that people really still did that. Mm. I thought that was, like, some, like, 1940s Holocaust shit. Yeah. And I was like, yo, you know, that must have ended back, you know, Hitler did something right or something, you know? Like, he, <laughs> like not right, but well, I mean... It's like, the, well, it's literally the opposite. They're like that because of Hitler. What do you mean? Because I, I watched a documentary about like the lifestyle, and I, and they were making the point that like um, a lot of that like the reason they form these communities and like it, and like have the uh, or no like insular in the way they are is because it's like to protect themselves, like because never again. Oh, well, I guess that makes sense. What do you? How different do you think the world would be if like Hitler just like didn't hate Jewish people and he like picked some other group of people? Um, uh, then we might get like black seeds or like, uh, <laughs> fucking, uh what, what other kind? Of, yeah. Or, or imagine like, like, uh, Serbian, Hasi- like Hasidic Serbians or something like, huh. Did you see, have you seen that the comedy sketch? Uh, I forget yeah. who does it. What about if every Italian person just starts looking like Mario? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <that's laughs> they they all grow look- out like a big mustache. <laughs> I mean, that's what they look like to me already. Yeah. But, uh, have you seen that comedy sketch? I forget who does it where they like have a time machine or something, and the guy's like, oh, we're going to fucking, we're going to kill baby Hitler or whatever. And so then he's like, he's like, dude, you're going to kill baby Hitler? And he's like, yeah, it's Hitler. Who cares? And so like he goes back in time, kills baby Hitler, comes back, and he goes, did, did you do it? And they like go outside, and they open the door, and it's just like thousands of Hasidic Jews outside. <laughs> <laughs> and he's oh, like, yeah, so he's like, you think, he's like, you think of the same thing? He's like, yeah, man, that's a, that's a lot of Jews, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really funny. It's just so fucking, to me, like, especially so, like, maybe growing up in New York, it's different, but, like, when, like, growing up in Orange County, California, like, learning about the Holocaust, it was, like, to me, it was almost kind of funny, because it was, like, it was, like, why Jewish people? Because I never, never even grew up around Jewish people, so I was, like, why? That, like, Jewish people is, like, the most random, to me, in Orange County, Jewish people is, like, the most random group of people to hate. I remember learning about the Holocaust, 
and being like, Hitler never met a Mexican guy? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what's, like there's like no Jewish people. Like, what, why does he hate Jewish people? Well, They're always so nice. Yeah, like, yeah, there aren't Mexicans in Germany. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. And I do wonder if it has anything to do with like his failures in art, like pursuing art. If like maybe he met some Jewish people who like put some roadblocks up in his life or. Hey, I'm not gonna. I don't want to say it, but his art wasn't even like that bad, bro. Well, here's the, th- the thing about Hitler's art: it was very technically good, but he wasn't like creative. Yeah, he was like, yeah. and that was kind of his problem. Yeah, boy, did he get creative though? <laughs> boy, I mean, he... it, it's really not that creative to like hate the Jews. It's pretty common. Yeah, but to like <laughs> act on it is pretty nuts. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nuts. True. And then have everybody like follow you. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. It'd be like. It should, the whole thing was just so crazy because it would be like if just some like crackpot like it'd be like if like even if Kanye who has you know millions of followers is like let's fucking kill all these Jews or whatever people would be like all right dude get back in the house yeah. you know I mean? but back then this dude was like let's kill all the Jews and everybody was like free tonight it's just like what the fuck I got nothing to do for the next four years of World War Two let's do it it's like that's insane. I think the craziest thing to me about the Holocaust is that, like, you know, people kind of get lost in the numbers. You know, mm-hmm. 8 million Jews or 6 million Jews, fucking yeah. 13 million people overall. And it's like that sound, like, that's such a staggering number that you, like, forget that each one of those people was, like, a person. Like, can you imagine if, like, you and I, like, somebody just knocked on the door and just, like, put us on a train? Yeah. Like, those were real people, dude, with real lives. Yes. I think yeah. that's the, the, the craziest thing for me to, like, wrap my head around. I can't really wrap my head around it because it'd be, like, personally, they didn't catch me. <laughs> like a Dukes of Hazzard type chase scene, like running from the <laughs> I would use my ring camera. I'd see him coming. Yeah. Just hide inside my TV or something. Hmm. How many times do you think Anne Frank's brother and his dad jacked off? <laughs> um. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, definitely more than zero. I bet Anne Frank yeah. did too. She was like twelve years old. Um. It, well, it depends. How, well, I mean, some of them start pretty young. I've been to the secret annex, but I assume it, you had to be pretty quiet. Yeah, you're probably not. Do you think a, sec- a, a quiet place is based on... <laughs> Just, uh, have you seen A Quiet Place? I haven't. Ah, it's that movie with John Kaczynski. Yeah. And... Uh, Everybody in it dies. Mm-hmm. Oh, not to ruin it for you. But, yeah. uh, fuck, there was a question I wanted to ask. Damn. I oh, you, you did want to talk about New York, which I guess we did. I guess we did, yeah. What do you think of Scott? Oh, yeah, we were going <laughs> to. Yeah. Oh, we were going to talk about your rap bit. Oh, we were? No, I don't like to do this on the podcast. Okay. Uh, but it was really, it, it was just funny because, yeah, like real talk though, like anything I had heard about New York. Like we're just in music or like movies, and so like I was like I just didn't really know what to expect, and so yeah, seeing all the Jewish people, I was like, holy shit, like that's fucking crazy. And then you know, seeing all the buildings was cool, but I mean, I've seen buildings before, but like the, the I think the craziest thing is just like it's like, I mean, I also wasn't walking around, um, the Bronx at yeah. three a.m. But you know, it didn't seem that scary. Yeah, there were parts that like you walk around and it feels more uh, sketchy. But that's every every city is placed like that. And honestly, the bad parts of New York, there are definitely bad parts that are comparable in all cities. Have you ever been robbed? I have not. 
ever been like beat up or like held no. up? No, actually, it's kind of funny about this. My uh, my 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 roommate got punched in the head by a homeless <laughs> guy, and um, and my other roommate was like telling him he's got to be more alert. Like, and he tells me, dude, you got to pay more attention. You can't be letting a guy get that close to you. Like, Dan doesn't have to worry about that because, like, even though he, like, doesn't know karate, he looks like a dude who might. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, like, yeah, and also I do wonder a bit if, like, just, like, when I'm, like, shaking or whatever, if that just makes, like, oh, maybe stay away from this guy. Yeah, he looks like he's tweaking on that. It doesn't happen often, but I've seen people, like, slide away on the train. That's, I have you really. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You have you do have Tourette's, right? Yeah. And also they don't know that that's what it is. It's not like I'm handing them a joker card. Yeah. Why the fuck is this? Is it going to start working again? All right, cool. Yeah, it was the mic was cutting out, but we are back. Uh yeah, I was telling you last night that uh a buddy of mine when we were in middle school, he his mom came to class and did a PowerPoint presentation on Tourette's syndrome hmm. and in the slideshow used like videos of him that she like recorded like home videos and nobody in class knew that he had yeah he just got bullied for the rest of the year <laughs> absolutely insane what would you do if your mom did that when you were in school um like would you like kill yourself um maybe i don't know maybe i would just maybe i would just flap my arms hard enough i would finally it would not be a tick and i would just fly away <laughs> <laughs> do you think that uh you think that um like when you were did you ever get picked on in school for it um, a bit, not like crazy. Like I never got like attacked or anything. But Attack. people would like, yeah, like, like no one ever like it was physical, but people would like do things back at me. That's funny. <laughs> that could be funny. Um, yeah, like, I used to like scratch my chest real hard, like, and then people would like do that. Huh. Yeah, kids can be mean, dude. I grew yeah. up with the name Galen, bro. I remember getting bullied like a motherfucker, like for my name, like in elementary school. Hmm. And then uh, middle school happened, and then I was the bully. I was like, dude, you can't fucking, can't bully me if I'm the bully. Yeah, yeah iron sharpens iron. Yeah, yeah. And then high school came around, and then I was just cool. Everybody yeah. was like, because then, I'm like, dude, have, growing with a name like that and just getting bullied all the time, like, I developed a sense of humor, and it literally became, like. Imagine your mom came into school like, my son's name is gay, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here is videos of my son's name being gay. <laughs> Okay, here are two men having sex. That is my son's name. <laughs> Dude, that would be so funny if, like, she had to come in. Like, we learned our first images of just people having sex was that. Dude, it was so funny. I remember, do you remember health class? Do you guys have, like, yeah. in high school? Dude, my freshman year, we had health class, and we had this this teacher, Mr. Coles. Uh, super cool guy. We still follow each other on Instagram and shit now. And uh, Mr. Coles where he's going through the slideshow of all the STDs and shit. Mm. And so I grew up in Orange County, Orange County, California, right? So you got to keep in mind that I could probably turn – now that I'm remembering the story, I could probably tell this on stage because it's just so fucking funny. So I grew up in Orange County, California, and so there was three black kids that went to my school, and there was like 4,000 kids at my school, mm. three black kids. I remember their fucking names. It was uh, um, Jordan Franklin, uh, Nick Malone, and Renshaw Vreeland. I think there was one other guy, but I don't want to say his name because he gave my buddy herpes by fucking his girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I also don't remember that guy's name, but he did fuck my buddy's girlfriend get, and gave her herpes, and then she continued fucking my buddy, and then he got herpes. But 
I'm just saying that because I, I hope he listens to the podcast and just remembers that he has herpes. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, and he's, he's just. Oh, in, I should probably stop fucking girls raw. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because he's probably just listening, just enjoying. He's like, this is a really good episode. And then just. <laughs> and then just, just Ow. Yeah, it just catches a stray. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so three black kids are entire school. So he's clicking through the slideshow, right? And, you know. It shows herpes, gonorrhea, like, you know, he's showing us pussies with bumps, dicks with bumps, and then all of a sudden, just this, like, this big black dick pops on the screen, and the whole class, all at once, we literally just screamed. We were like, oh, no, what the fuck? Like, we started freaking out, and then the teacher, <laughs> the teacher was just standing there, and he was like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> and then he was like... Black people have dicks too. And we were like, oh, because we literally all thought that the disease turned this white dude's black. So we were all just screaming because this is black dude. We were like, no. We thought this. We thought it was like like a frostbite or something. We were like, no. And he's like, is... he's like, black people have dicks too. <laughs> we're like, oh shit, you're right. Was that his first time teaching the lesson? Uh, no, he'd been a teacher before, but I think it was the first time a class. <laughs> <had that> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was so funny because I, I asked him about that later too. I was like, do you remember that? And he was like, of course. <laughs> 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 It was pretty funny. That same that same lesson, dude. That class was that class was retarded, bro. We had the dumbest kids in that class of all time. This one kid, he raised his hand, and Mr. Coles was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Well, we were learning about how like pee, like urine, is a natural spermicide." And so like this kid raises his hand, and he's like, "You're telling me?" <laughs> he's like, "You're telling me that if I bust a nut in a girl, <laughs> and then this is this." <laughs> This is what he said. <laughs> this guy rules. He said, this is a direct quote. This is word for word. We're like, four, we're like 14 years old. <laughs> he goes, you're, you're telling me if I bust a nut in a girl and then I pee in her like a urinal? <laughs> that, that, that she can't get pregnant? <laughs> and bro, the whole class just started laughing. The teacher, Mr. Coles, was just staring at him. He was just like, dude, no. And then this, other kid, this other kid was like, you can't pee with your dick hard, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that same kid was like, yes, you can. I've done it before. I've done it before. And he goes, the other kid was just like, oh, yeah, prove it. And then the, the, everybody started yelling at each other. And I was just sitting in the back like, this is retarded. And I was just like, <laughs> Yeah, Orange. Growing up in Orange County, California, is just fucking just such a wild time that people people don't. Yeah. It's so funny because it's like people don't understand what it was like growing up back then, or like like where I grew up. But then like I go to a place like New York, and I'm like, I would like if I transferred, like if some if my mom moved us to New York when I was in like middle of high school, and I went to New York, I would like kill myself because I'd be like, I don't fit in here. Like this is so weird because mm. I you know Orange County, California is like so laid back, just idiots. Yeah, and ret like. 
kids have retired people and shit. And then like New York is just like so uptight. You can't let people get close to you. Fucking people get jumped in the hallway, shoved into lockers. Like nobody ever got shoved in the lockers when I was going to school. Mm. Nobody, like, the craziest thing anybody did is I, I, this one time, like, well, actually there was a, somebody put a pipe bomb in one of the lockers uh, and like blew up part of the locker room. That was oh, pretty wow. tight. Uh, there was also a bomb threat, which is also pretty sick. It was the the third day of school my senior year. I, I actually this is so funny. It was the third day of school my senior year, and uh, we all get a call that there was a like a bomb threat and a shooting threat. Some kid had logged into some other kid's like email thing and emailed the principal of the school and was like, "I placed seven bombs around the school. Oh, They're gonna God. blow it like eight oh five, and then I'm gonna come back with my AR fifteen. I'm gonna shoot all the survivors." Right, and so like this guy logs into some other person's Canvas account because that person had like dropped their login on the ground. Yeah, right. And so the craziest thing is, so this kid who dropped his login was just like this little Asian kid, like a freshman, mm. like a freshman little Asian wow. kid, third day of school, wakes up to their door getting kicked down by the SWAT. Wow. SWAT team kicks down this kid's door, and he wakes up like fucking guns in his face, and it was just some like thirteen-year-old Asian kid, <laughs> like and like the, the you know guns aimed at like shit they're like freaking the fuck out like freaking the fuck out and you know from what i've heard i wasn't on the swat team they i wasn't fucking there but and so like they, they they seized like the kids computers all the phones and like it was crazy and it turned out that it wasn't that kid it was some we i still that i know that they caught the guy and the kid got like arrested or whatever but like i never knew who it was and but it was crazy because we got the day off they canceled school that day it was the third day of school and i just my whole thing was i would just love to imagine because you know there's kids that are like nervous for their you know first couple days of high school they're like scared not knowing what to expect and their parents are like you'll be fine yeah don't worry susie you'll be you'll be great nothing to be afraid of third day i'm fucking killing everybody like (laughs) school shut down for this bomb threat swat team and they're just like i don't want to come back to school (laughs) but that was dope for me. I was a senior, so I was just like, cool, day off. And we fucking, I just like fucked my girlfriend all day. And then we just <laughs> went to Taco Bell and hung out. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just fucking, that was great. Nice. Um, but a buddy of mine was like, uh, he was like, I'm going to school. My buddy, dude, I think it was Stone, Stone Escobedo. He was like, fuck this, dude. I'm going to go down to the school. I'm trying to get on TV. And he fucking like went down there because there was all these news cameras and stuff. And he was just like down there just getting interviewed by like every single one just being like, I'm so scared. And like all this stuff. And they're like, dude, you're here right now. You're not scared. <laughs> but you had any, when you were growing up, any of that, you ever had bomb threats or like shooting? No, nah, nothing like that. Anything? No. Would they have like metal detectors? There were people strapped at your No, school? yeah, nobody, uh, nobody brought anything. Really? Yeah. Did you go to like a nice school or something? Um, yeah, but um, I don't th- like. I don't think every school has like bomb threats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm acting like it's such a normal thing. Yeah. Uh, maybe now it's more common, but yeah. Also, I'm a like, few years older than you, so I don't think it was as common when I was. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. This was 2015. Yeah, I graduated high school in 2011. Yeah, so I started high school in 2011. Yeah, yeah, that was a, a fun year. That was great. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that year that was just like super wild. Nothing crazier than that bomb threat, though. <laughs> there was um. Oh, actually, I take that back. Did you ever have this happen when you guys? Oh man, shit. Probably not because you you graduated in 2011. So I went to high school in like the height of the Twitter era. Yeah. And so there was this Twitter page called. I went to a high school called FDHS. Yeah. And there was uh, this Twitter page that popped up called FDHS Exposed. And it would literally be like they would leak. Like people would like submit stuff. 
and they would just like live shit post tweet it all and it would just be like fucking delilah got fucked in the backfield and then there'd be like a video and then it would just be like what the fuck and then like people would like s- like girls would send dudes like if like a dude like sent a dick pic or something like there was my buddy uh a buddy of mine got his nudes leaked on on FVHS exposed because he like sent a nude to this girl. She screenshotted it and like sent it in. And so everybody was like clowning on this fucking guy. This dude, his nude got leaked. And it was just like the craziest page ever. And it would literally be like, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so like that was like the height of the Twitter era where like, dude, for like a full week that Twitter, dude, there was a, there was a, a kill code. You remember when this went around, there was this kill code where if you texted somebody on iMessage, this long code, it would shut their iPhone off. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. Bro, it was crazy because everybody was just sending to everybody for like a couple days and then a few people's phones like got broken. Wow. It would just turn back on. And it was just funny because it was like, it was like a national thing because it was obviously not just a high school no yeah. kid. Some kid didn't just crack Apple's code and make this <laughs> at my high school, but it was just probably some like disgruntled employee who got fired like from Apple and was just like, Pfft. just make this kill code. Yeah. But... I'm actually, I'm going to Google that. That was a fun time. Let's see. Um, Apple kill code 2015. The evil text that will crash your iPhone. We popped the hood. Um, it's called a kill switch. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, effective. Yeah. Oh, my God. So effective power. So this would be you would copy and paste all these symbols. And if you I message that to somebody, it would literally turn their iPhone off. Oh, wow. I wonder if you could still do that. Oh, dude, no way. I'm going to text it to you right now. <laughs> don't, don't kill my phone. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, here it is. No way. All right. Open up your phone. There's no way it still works. There's no way it still works, but let's just see. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Click on it. Click on it. See what happens. Yeah, this isn't doing anything. Damn, that was crazy. I wonder if I could. I'm gonna text that to one of my buddies and see yeah. if he remembers. What if? What if instead my phone just shut down? Yeah. They or the SWAT re- team kicks in the door. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how long have you been doing stand up, man? Uh, seven years. Nice. Why'd you get started? Uh, I've just always been a fan, and then, um, but I was like, but I was like just a fan. I, I'd always thought about doing it, but I never thought I'd have the nerve to actually try. And I even like tried writing jokes when I was in college, but I never like had the nerve to try. But then like. I got really into coding, and um, at my first job, I was like working like crazy, like we're like working nights, uh, Saturdays, trying to like learn this I- this iPhone app that they had, trying to like learn everything I could about it. And we, as we were amping up for a release, I uh, I just um, they they just canceled the app, like so it was like oh that's that's three months of work you guys just threw away. It's like if I did nothing between when I started work and now, it would have been the same thing as like me just <laughs> killing myself. So I was like, all right, I'm not gonna work more than I have to at this job. So what do uh what should I um what's something else I want to try? What's something else I can like get satisfaction out of and not just like give it all to like this guy who's like the CEO who's yeah. got like my entire life in his hands and just gonna fuck it up. And um, so then I st- I went I took a class at the comic strip and after that I just uh, started doing comedy every day. Like I started going to mics. Nice, yeah. 
You actually took class. Do you feel like it helped? Um, it helped me to get on stage, which was good. You learn anything was, from the um, class? I'm not. I'm not sure. He definitely like made me. I mean, I, I'm not sure I learned that much. I mean, I think the guy was a good teacher, and I think he's helped other people. But like, yeah, I think I think it might have helped a bit. It's definitely good that I took the class because it did get me on stage. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's the same class that uh, I took it because uh, my friend, my friend and I took it because he heard Sam Morrill shouted out on the uh, on the radio, huh. basically because Sam, yeah, Sam Morrill took it and Joe Mackey took it. Oh damn! From the same guy. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, the guy's name's D.F. Sweedler. D.F. Sweedler. Dude, it's so funny. Are you in, uh, like, Facebook, the Bad Comedy Flyers page? I'm not. <sighs> I'll add you, bro. It's yeah. so funny. You have Facebook? Yes. Yeah, it's so funny. It literally is just this page where uh, people, you know how you see these bad comedy flyers all the time? Mm. It's this page where it's just dedicated to hating, and people will screenshot it, and there's, like, thousands of comedians on this page, and people will post a screenshot of the bad comedy flyer, and yeah, I'll let you know. I'm a three-time nominee for worst. I've been on the worst flyer multiple times, and it's just so funny to see the comments. Because then sometimes, like the person whose 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 flyer it is will get like tagged in the comments, and then they'll just start like fighting people in the comments. It's like the funniest. I'll be on that page all day, just fucking, just people being like, "Fuck you, you suck," and shit like that. It's just the funniest fucking shit. Um, but a lot of times they'll post stand-up comedy classes like in <laughs> these for the bad comedy flyers yeah. page but you should uh i'll add you to that page you scroll through see if you've made it on it <laughs> it's always the best when you get like a notification and then you look and like you see your buddy on like a flyer <laughs> and you're like, ah. yeah. but there's also sometimes where people will like get called out like they'll put like a flyer in there that's like not even like it's like a good flyer yeah and people will be like all right bro you just hate this person yeah <laughs> You talk a lot of shit? Oh, yes. You I like talking shit? Yeah, I used to have a list of, uh, back when I was, like, mostly, do like, back when I was, like, really, like, probably nine out of ten times I got on stage was a mic, and me and one of my friends, we just had a list of all the, like, most, like, awful, like, retarded comics. And you were and nine, like, nine days in? No, I was, no, I'm saying, like, nine out of ten times I would get on stage would be a mic. So oh, I'm saying, oh, oh, like, oh, so I'm, I was, like, really deep in the mic scene. Yeah. We just couldn't file the list of people we hated. <laughs> and um, what was great, and, and, like, people who sucked and seemed hopeless. <laughs> and what's great is I revisited the list, like, two years later, and only one guy had graduated from the list. We're like, yeah, he, he earned it getting off this list. But everyone <laughs> else still sucked and was just as bad or, like, just stupid or mentally ill as they were two years ago. <laughs> That's so funny. When you said nine or ten, I thought it was, it was, you said it was, like, your ninth or tenth time on uh, stage. And I was no, like, you yeah. made a list after your ninth <laughs> time on stage? I was like, damn, bro, that is insane hating. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, you be like, dude, your ninth time on stage, you're like, you know who really sucks? Yeah. All these other people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was like solidly like four years into comedy at that point, I think. Yeah, that's so funny. Well, it's just so funny because it's like you could like start a list. Uh, a group that I started in the Orange County comedy scene where like everybody kind of just knew everybody. Mm. You know, most of those people suck ass, but it's like everybody knows who sucks ass and all that shit. And so it was like New York, there's probably pff, what? How many comics, people, or open mic comedians do you think there are in just it's all gotta five? It's got to be like a thousand. You think it's. You don't think it's more than that? It could be more, yeah. It's got to be more than that. Mm. That's just, yeah, I didn't, we didn't hit any, like, mics or anything, but we went to, it is funny, because, like, you ever been, like, out in public and just know, you could just tell that, oh, you're like, dude, this guy does stand-up. Yeah, well, also, like, just fake the... comics, too, like, people who, like, do it, like, once a month or something, you're like, oh, I'm a comic. 
Yeah. And like anytime you're like anytime you're talking to somebody who you don't see around and then they like mention like the tiny cupboard or something, you're like, oh, okay, you like do a mic there once a month. <laughs> well, dude, it was crazy. So do you know uh fucking Adrian Appalucci? Yeah, uh, and that's no disrespect to the cover. They've been very good to me. It's been not a shot at them. Yeah, no, it was a shot yeah. at the open micer guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Adrian Epelucci or whatever her name is was just doing the weekend here at Creek this weekend, and I was out back, and I was out back with shit. Who was I with? Oh, I was with Raphael. Uh, I was out back with Raphael and one other comic. I think it was um, shit. I forget who it was, but we were just talking, and then this guy comes out back holding like a like a stuffed animal like a mini stuffed animal that you like you would get at like the airport like you're about to like meet a kid for the first time and you like forgot to grab something and so he's like holding like a stuffed animal had like face tattoos it was kind of sketchy looking and he walks over to me and raf and he goes hey man are you guys comics and i was like yeah and he was like oh cool so am i so am i uh you know adrian and i was like no and he was like oh well when she gets off stage, is she going to be in that room over there? And he, like, pointed to, like, the green room area, and I was like, uh, I don't know, man. And he just, like, stood there and he goes, all right. And he's like, well, no, I'm not trying to be, like, weird or anything, but, uh, like, I, I used to open for her. All right. And then Raph was like, what do you mean you used to? <laughs> yeah. He was like, what happened? And the guy was like, oh, well, you know, like, I fucking, you know, I just, I, I stopped doing stand-up. Like, I quit. And we're like, and he's, like, tweaking, dude. And we're like, all right. That's cool, dude. Like, I'm, I was like, I was just about to like walk away because the guy was really creeping me out. And then he's like, he was like, Raph was like, how long did you quit? And he's like, yeah, I haven't done stand up in like 10 years. And we're like, okay, so you're not a fucking comedian. Get the fuck out of here. And so then, like, right when I started walking away, he goes like this. He's like, hey, wait, wait. And I was like, what? And he was like, hey, is Rebecca here? Who like fucking owns the creek or whatever? Trent, yeah. And I was like, uh, even if she was here, I wouldn't fucking tell you, dude. And I, was, <laughs> I, like, I walked away. I was like, it was like the creepiest thing ever. But then, like 10 minutes later, I came back outside, and he was over there talking to Adriana. So I was like, I guess they do know each other. I was like, what the fuck? But it was just the, the creepiest shit of, like, just, like, sending chills down my spine. Just being like, hey, uh, she could be in that room over there. I'd be like, what, are you going to yeah. fucking kill her? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, I don't know, man. Because <laughs> last thing I need is for him to go, like, blow her away. Yeah. And then everybody out back was just like, I saw him talking to Galen Nash. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right before he blew her away. <laughs> and with my luck, he'd, like, blast her away and just fucking then blow himself away. And then, like, the last thing everybody sees is just, like, him talking to me and just walking over there. Yeah. Like, fuck, fuck that shit, dude. <laughs> Um. Anyway, what what do you what do you say? What do you like the most about like the New York comedy scene? Would you ever move to anywhere else? It honestly seems pointless to move somewhere else, like because there's so much access to stage time there. That's definitely yeah. the best part of it. You, there's so much access to stage time. There's so much like inspiration of like other people around. Like when you see someone who's good, you make, actually, I I just, I'm kind of full of shit on that. I don't really care about other comics, but uh, well, the, uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just like I, I say I'm full of shit like like I like you talk about like how other people inspire you to get better but that's not really true I don't really care about that but uh, <laughs> the um just the access to stage time being you don't able get to inspired try things no really yeah what do you get inspired by ones um not not even like famous ones I I listen I just get inspired to people who like clearly are really dedicated to doing something I mean I think that what other comics do is incredible I think like what Shane Gillis has done is like in like every form is like really incredible but it just doesn't really inspire me I don't know maybe just like looking at like this dopey guy it just doesn't like uh huh. 
I mean, I mean, he's brilliant. Like, he's an incredibly like talented guy. But yeah. like, I just like don't like see like I'll just like look at what he does and makes me like think that like it inspires me to be better. Even though I think that he's incredible. Like, yeah, the way he's able to do everything with like stand up and sketches and um, podcasts. But that and doesn't inspire you. I don't know. It just doesn't. What inspires you specifically? I like rappers. Okay. Like, yeah. I was gonna say. I think one of the main people that inspires me is Logic, though, just because of his story. He was fucking homeless, sleeping on park benches, had nothing, and just grinded, believed in himself, and then fucking made it. And he sold out Madison Square Garden. So it's like um, stuff like that, like inspires me. But I mean, there are comedians that inspire me too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm inspired by my aunt. <laughs> even just some random lady inspires me. Yeah. Everything she does, and. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I when I started, I was like really, I like loved Mitch Hedberg and like wanted to write jokes like that. Yeah. But then like, uh, but now I don't know. Just because I watch so much comedy all the time, I just don't have no desire to watch specials anymore. So. Uh, well, yeah, I, f- I feel the same way. I don't really, I don't really watch that many. I watch I watch old shit that I've seen before before I watch some new shit. Yeah. But oh. did you watch Shane Gillis's special that he filmed here in Austin? I did. I I thought that was good. That Very was hilarious, good. Yeah. dude. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's 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 incredible. He's probably the most impressive person working right now. Yeah, I think he's the funniest dude working right now. Yeah, yeah. You said it perfectly. He came. He dropped in on. He was doing Rogan's podcast or whatever a couple of weeks ago, and then he did Rogan and Friends at Creek or whatever. And I was in the back for Shane's set, and he like leveled the room beyond repair. Yeah, like he was like. Like the fucking the walls were shaking. It was like absolutely like my face hurt. And I was like, you're right. Like we see so much comedy that I'm just like nothing's like that funny anymore. But he was that. Funny. Mm. It was insane. Yeah, I've never seen him live. I gotta do that, bro. It's like it's like next level. It's 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 retarded. It's like it's actually retarded. And just some of the stuff that he was talking about is just like retarded. And then yeah. somehow it's just like the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. Mm. He was talking about actually. I don't want to talk about his bits on, on the podcast, but mm. uh, yeah, it's just you got to see him live. Mm. Doesn't he do shit in New York all the time? Yeah, yeah, I gotta go when he's like doing the. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's it's always an event whenever he's there. He'll like do like four shows in a row at the cellar, like stuff. Can't like you that. just sit in the back and watch that shit? No, nah, they don't like it. Not in the cellar. You have to like. You still gotta like pay and. Uh, really? Well, maybe. Uh, well, maybe. Um, yeah, I guess I don't know how it works exactly. Maybe if, like, yeah, if, if, like, someone I know who works there could help me out, I won't drop his name, but, uh... Uh, I know. mean, I don't want to say his name, but... <laughs> yeah. But... You both know who I'm talking about, but... Uh, I think, I think I do. Yeah. It was, but this was actually, this was so funny, and I don't want to, like... I'll talk about it on the podcast, so, like, uh... I don't know if we're talking about the same guy. Yeah, so, yeah, this buddy of ours, he got me and Mike into the back of the room, so we were watching the show, uh, and... It was so funny because, like, so we're leaving, and when you're leaving, it was weird because I had never seen this before. Like, they, like, you don't pay at the table, I guess, or you pay at the table after the show, and then you show the bouncer your, your receipt as you're leaving, and then that's how you're able to leave. Yeah. And so I just, like, leave. I, like, walk by, and then there was this big black bouncer, and he was like, he's like, hey, like, where's your, where's your, like, receipt or whatever? And I was like, oh, I'm a comic. Like, I'm drinking for free. And he was like, oh, all right. And, like, I, so I just went up the stairs, right? Everybody else, he was standing outside to the right. And so I just, like, walked up the stairs, like, no problem. Went back up into the Olive Tree bar or whatever. Went back to the bar, sat there, sat there talking to Scott and stuff. I'm talking to Scott for, like, 30 minutes. I'm like, dude, where the fuck is Mike? And so, like, I finally checked my phone, and Mike was, like, blowing up my phone, being like, dude, where the fuck you at this fucking, like, 
black fucking bouncer guy wouldn't let me back <laughs> wouldn't let me into the bar because he didn't believe me uh and so like he's like i'm outside i can't get back in and <laughs> all this stuff and then he's like this fucking guy was such a dick like blah, blah blah and so like we we let him back in or whatever and then uh then then like a couple weeks later i'm like just scrolling through stories and then somebody posted like this r.i.p thing and it was that fucking bouncer died. Oh my god! That I, I recognized him immediately, and I sent it to Mike, and I was like, "Isn't this the fucking bouncer guy?" And he was like, "Yeah, good riddance." <laughs> Everybody was like, "This guy was like the nicest guy ever." <laughs> and, like this guy was just like a dick to Mike or whatever, and then he fucking died. <laughs> like, bro. But anyway, yeah, New York's great, all this stuff. But we've been we've been zoned. Is there anything you want to talk about? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, we just talked about a lot of things. Uh, I leave, uh, leave the final minute of the podcast for the guests to say whatever, plug whatever, any final parting words of wisdom because you're dying to flight home. Anything that you want to talk about, anything you want to plug, this next minute is all yours, man. Okay, well, when, when's this going to be coming out? Tonight. Tonight? Okay, well then I guess, uh, yeah, if you live in Austin, uh, I'm going to be at the Creek on uh, Saturday at 11 to roast battle at South by Southwest. Um, it's it's uh, gonna be a really cool show. I'm gonna be battling Keith Carey, who's like an LA roast battle legend. Um, and if you're uh, from if, if you live in New York, I got uh, I got multiple shows. I run out there. I run my ro- my own roast battle show, which my own roast show, which is at uh, it's at uh, Grove 34 in Astoria every other Wednesday. Next one's on uh, March 15th. Um, look, go follow the Grove. Er, follow the uh, roasted page on Instagram for information on that. I also got Pop Collar Comedy every Saturday. I run that in New York. Um, and um, follow, yeah, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dan underscore Wicks. That's a uh, yeah. I think I covered a it. lot of plugs, Raph. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks for doing the podcast, bro. Thanks for having me. It was fun.